Hey everyone, this is Shine Chabu. Welcoming you to yet another episode of the Shine Chabu Show. Today is a very special day, and this is a very special podcast as well because of two reasons. First one, today is my birthday, and second one, today I have the very first guest on the Shine Chabu Show. Now, who is that guest? Uh, what does he do, and where is he from? To know all that, and one more thing that this podcast is going to be a longer one. so if you are not very comfortable because it will be around i hope around 20 to 30 minutes so if you want if you can use the faster icon in the anchor app so you can listen to it faster or you can take out some time i can tell you that this will be a very very interesting podcast so without any further ado let's roll into the next segment so let me ask you a question how many times have you had this idea this thought this dream of leaving your job leaving your college and just roaming around the world with your beloved person engaging with cultures getting to know different people and just being all by yourselves without having to worry about anything that is binding you down well today we have a very special guest with us who is doing exactly the same So guys please welcome Matt Javit. Matt has been traveling the world since February 2017 and it's been almost 2 years he has been traveling the world engaging with cultures learning different things every single day. He has been to 20 plus countries and today he will be sharing with us how he could do it, what are the experience and what it takes what it takes to do this. So guys Please welcome Matt Javit. Hey Matt, welcome to the Shine Chapui show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Okay, so though I have already given an intro about you, I really want you to introduce yourself to the audience. Please do it. I want it to be short, I want it to be precise, and I want it to be the best. Just go for it. Okay, um Well, my name is Matt Javit. I am currently traveling the world full time after leaving my career in the United States in February 2017, um where I was a long uh, it was a 9-year technology sales executive for an international consulting company. Um after having a wonderful career there, um I saved along with my wife, we saved money. to transition our um our goals and our dreams to travel the world and um that's what we did uh we set out in February 2017 and we've been living out of a single backpack each um seeing over 30 countries in a uh, 100 cities around the world um as we journey that's great and i must say what you're living is actually a dream of i i know you're always already aware about it that this is a dream of a lot of people and you're living it right now yeah we we understand how fortunate and how blessed we are to be on this path around the world um to meet amazing people get involved in different cultures um see the beautiful sights around the world like uh the the anchor wat ruins in cambodia the um machu picchu in peru and the taj mahal in agra and to be able to see all these things is is really amazing Yeah so so uh, I want to start with a with a very general question 
and uh, it's that where, where this did this idea come from as in that want to travel the world i mean everybody has this dream but when did you decide ki, okay let's quit our jobs and let's move around the world well i yeah it, it i um i had the opportunity to travel with my job um, based on the success of of my performance in my sales role and we cuz we celebrated are being part of an international company based out of Paris, France. Whenever we had celebrations, they were always in cool parts of the world. So, um I won five of these wor- these awards um um for five straight years. One was cele- um Istanbul, Turkey, Chiang Mai, Thailand, Goa, India, Miami, Florida, United States, and Cape Town, South Africa. And as we would go to these different places around the world, we got to see the beauty and the difference and all the things that it came with it and my wife and i as we would come back home we would just say man what if we could see more what if we could go for longer um so we, what we did was we set out um at first it was a dream and then it became a goal and then we worked our tail off to make it a reality to set out and do this because it burned inside us to see the different cultures how they lived in on a day-to-day life and then see the beauty around the world um because we took a big risk by leaving our careers at the at, at our top and um venturing out like this in the hopes that we can go back and start over at some point after um spending the money within our savings. Okay, so you have plans to get back and uh get back to a regular day job life, right? Yes, that's the plan. As we come off the road, we'll have to we'll have to go make money again because right now we're living off our savings. Yeah, and and uh how you have been doing this since uh 2017, right? That's correct. So Fe- you've been February. doing it so- February, February 2017. Of 2017. Yes. And for like it's almost 2 months. Two, uh, two I mean years. it's almost 2 years. Yeah. Uh yeah. And so uh so my first question that I really want to ask you is I mean what are you trying to accomplish with it? As in everybody has a goal. Mm-hmm. Like you said that you have a you have you are set on on a goal to accomplish this. So what is that single thing that you want to accomplish through traveling the world? my my hope is that um i guess first my philosophy is life is full of chapters and life is very long and i don't think uh your the book of your life has to be one chapter i think it should be many chapters and so my hope is that this chapter of my, me and my wife's life is going to change us and help us and prepare us for these next chapters and phases of life and uh i hope to get out of it um empathy um knowledge uh the the ability to understand cultures outside of our our walls of America and then be able to to look into the future and understand what what should I do now with my life what does that what does my future hold and what does our future hold um now that we have these different life experiences and what can we how can we take that to this next chapter because being having our eyes open with what's going on in Asia because the reality is is when you look at Asia in general it's half the world's population probably more True. Pro- almost, True. almost almost probably um 70% of the world's population comes from Asia so if you don't really understand Asia how much can you really understand about the world and so that's what that's what we've been spending time in these cultures and understanding where does the next 20 to 50 years really focus 
um, because it, it and it and high in a high likelihood it might not be in the Western world. It could be in places. The focus then becomes in places like Singapore and Hong Kong and Tokyo and and these places in in yes. Mumbai and um in Chennai and places like that where um, there's a massive amount of people, but there's also massive amounts of innovation coming out of these places. Really, really inspiring philosophy, yeah. And um, so, so how many cities have you been in India? In India, um, I want to say eight. If if you let me, so so we've traveled. Yeah, yeah. You take your time and count. Okay, that's no okay, issue. wonderful. So I've I've been to Mumbai twice, um, 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 okay. based on work, and then one of the the trips I told you I was at Goa. Um, for that. Yeah. And then during our two months, we spent two months of travel um, this time last, well, October and November of last year of 2017, or sorry, 2018, my apologies, 2017, October, November, we spent in India. We started in um, Delhi. We went down to Agra to saw, see the uh, Taj Mahal. Then we flew to Hyderabad for a, an amazing wedding. Um, we spent 10 days there. And then we went to Nagpur, Indore, and Bhopal, in kind of the center there, uh, which was a, a very unique yeah. experience for us because there were not any tourists in those areas that, that we can see um, as far as Westerners go. So it was very authentic. We, had a, we stayed with a couple of families that, we, um, that were friends of families back from the United States that I know in the technology industry. So really great, authentic um, experiences. So it was a very, very localized kind of an experience. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. It's wonderful. They, they, and because I'm so big, I'm, I'm, I'm six foot six, I'm, I'm about two meters. They love, Whoa. they love to feed me. So I ate, I ate so much food and I love the experience. In India, you must, in India, you must feel like a giant. It, it, I tell you, when I walk around, I, I do stick out a lot because I'm a big white guy. And, uh, but uh, right. I love it. I love it. It's everybody is extremely uh, welcoming. Uh, even 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 my father is six feet two. Oh, wonderful! And, and and he kind of stands out in the crowd. And if he stands out like a person like you, who six foot six, yeah. I mean, you you have to stand out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then we went from so we went from um, Bhopal down to Kerala. Um, and Kerala wasn't even on our map, but when I reached out to all my Indian friends, they, everybody said, go to Kerala, go to Kerala. So we started in Fort Kochi, went out to Manar, um, did the tea plantation, rubber tree plantations, and spent two and a half weeks down there. And then we flew up to uh, Jammu. Um, so we flew into Amritsar and um, saw the Golden Temple, went out to the Wagah border, and then we finished in, in Jammu because I had a friend's. Uh, a friend from the States, his nephew was getting married. So we spent a week in Jammu um, before we left um, for that trip. So those are the cities, where, how many of I, I just named, eight or so cities that we, visit, we have visited in India. That's, that's great. You have, you have actually visited one, most of the prime tourist destinations of India already. Absolutely. I mean, you have seen the Taj Mahal, you have seen, the, you have seen Mumbai, you have seen Delhi. Uh, there are a lot of you. You are yet to visit Kolkata. Yes. Uh, yeah, and you're doing it on February. Yes. I hope. I hope that the plans we have together in February those get executed the way we have planned. Absolutely. And and um, yeah, coming coming to the next question, what do you think is the uh, has been the best and the worst memory of your whole travel experience? The best is. Um... 
I guess as a group, it would be the people that we've had an opportunity to meet um, in all the different cultures that we've gone. Uh, it's, it's just been eye-opening how kind and inviting and welcoming the people are. If I had to, if I had to focus in on, on one or two events that really stick out in, in our memory, um, honestly, and I'm, and I'm not just saying this because you are in India, but our wedding experience in Hyderabad, India was amazing. And to be able to go through that experience and to see what six to eight days of a, an in wedding feels, looks. You have, you have been through all those six to eight yes, days? Yes, we've done it once and we're going to go, we're wow. doing it again in February. Uh, we're going back in February for another wedding. And um, it, it was amazing wow. to, the, to be able to see how the multiple generations come together to celebrate the union that goes there. It is, it is amazing the, the, how the families come together, the traditions that are, are involved and um, every, all the rituals that are, that, that, that take place. And then how welcoming the families were um, to us, uh, me and my wife, when we came there um, and not, n- none of them really knowing us, except for my close friend that invited us. It was amazing. And that, that's one of those things that really sticks out um, in our, that will stick out. When we look back in 20 years to the, to these three years of travel, that's exactly. one of the things that will really stick out from our journey. And as far as, as far as negative goes, I mean, there, there hasn't been, there hasn't been too many negative things. Um, there was a situation that, there's one of the things that'll stick out as, as pretty chaotic, I guess, was we did a volunteer effort for a month in South Africa uh, we were actually in South Africa for three months, but for one of the months, we volunteered at a lodge, a surf lodge that was that was only uh, about a 15-minute walk to the beach, but it was also near a uh, jungle. In South African jungles, they have um, baboons, the monkeys, baboons, and they they can be they can yes. be quite aggressive. So during that during that stay, to see how aggressive these baboons get, and the fact that they they try to steal your food, and they're not that afraid of you, and um, I had to clean up baboon poop from time to time. That that is something that I will probably never forget. Uh, both the fear of seeing these crazy monkeys stare at me, and then also just having to clean up clean up after them uh, will always stick with me. Wow! Now. Though maybe a negative one, that must have been an adventure as well. Oh, absolutely. And, and the, the best thing about some of those volunteer efforts is the chance that you get to meet other travelers along the journey and hear their story, yes. hear where, they're, where they come from, um, and then also getting to hang out with the locals. Um, and, and it gets you a chance to, to really get close to the communities very fast. Yes, like if you're, if you're just a tourist, then – that you just see the surface of everything, right? Absolutely. Now, if you're if you're doing some volunteering thing or you're you're interacting with the audience, uh, interacting with the culture as a localite, then it's a different game altogether, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, apart from that, you have been uh, like we got connected through your through your ad about the world uh, barbershop adventures, right? Yes. And just tell more about that. What is it? Where did the idea come from? And what what are your plans regarding that? So, so thank you for asking. The, the World Barbershop Adventures um, was just a spark of inspiration when I was in Bucharest, Romania, um, getting a haircut like I have done in these different countries around the world that I've been in as we've traveled. 
And as I was, yeah. as I was getting my haircut, talking to the barber, he spoke, he spoke um, good English. And we were just talking about um, my adventures and my travel. And he started asking about the different barbers that I'd been to. And as I was explaining it, um, there was, there was something there. I understood that there was something there that needed to be shared. So we, what we ended up doing was we developed this YouTube series where we talk about um, the culture that, that we see, that, that, that we see and experience in the cities, what we feel from the cities, what speaks to us, the cities about the people, the food, the culture, everything. And then also um, I spend time in the barber chair showing the different haircuts, the shaves, the beard trims, um, the different um, treatments of the skin, um, the, the head massages, the spa, all that. And we document that. And um, the idea is, is basically to share the insights of the culture to help, help people maybe want to travel to these places and give them insight on what it's like, but also then also from a, from a male perspective, show what it's like to get haircuts in these different um, places. Because now, now I've gotten haircuts in about um, 25 different countries. And the fact is, is it's, it's different in all of them. It's, it's crazy how something so simple as a haircut can be so different around the globe. And um, so that's what I'm hoping is, is the, with what the future holds, I'm not sure. I, I think that uh, there's there's a lot of different um, ways to portray travel, and I I yep. think that I've truly found something that is unique in the way that I can help tell a story about a culture, but also give an insight uh, on something that I'm getting uh, done in a barber like chair. Your, yeah, like like your ad. Uh, what there there are tons of ads about travel vloggers, travel vloggers. We have a lot of them, right? Like, but your standard stands truly stood out because it was different. It was something new that you were offering. It was a cultural inside into, into a part of a culture that, that is not truly available to the world. Yeah. Like it can be very small, like, like getting a haircut or getting a, get your beard trim, but that is something really nice. So you're doing an awesome job, Matt. And I hope you complete, I mean, how many countries have, have you already done it the world barbershops we're on 12 i believe at this point yeah and what's what's interesting um with those 12 episodes is i've had a chance yeah. to go to probably the top barbershop in all of japan um with the wolf wolfman barbershop in tokyo probably yeah. the best barbershop in indonesia with the bali barbershop in bali and um yeah. likely the best barbershop in all of cambodia with the Tokyo Barbershop and Pen, Prom uh, Pen, because just based on ratings, the the reviews, and then the feedback I've gotten from barbers that have pointed to me, pointed me to these these barbershops already, I, that's that's what's crazy is I'm getting the chance to sit in the barber chairs at some of the best places around the world. So for barbers that don't they can't do this, I'm trying to give them insight on how to how to get better at their craft and show what it's like in different parts of the world. So they just might be able to make, take one or two things from these different barbershops and implement them into their shop and make their, make their business better. That's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, I don't know whether you can hear it or not. There's a lot of noise. So please pardon that okay. because there's a big fat Indian, big fat Indian wedding going up. Upstairs. Oh, nice. So very nice. <laughs> that's it. And uh, tell me something, tell me something. Uh, like I have not been to too many places like most Indian, uh, like most in your 20 something year olds have not yet branched out to a lot of uh, traveling experiences 
because most of us are totally focused upon their careers or their families so as a non traveler as a non traveler what are these people who do not take i mean do not have this let's say hobby of traveling the world or have this thing that they want to travel the world what are they missing on that uh, you are not what is the what is one key thing that the non travelers are missing out on well let's so just to to level set my age is 42 so right. i didn't have an opportunity to travel until i was 40 um at this way I, yeah you were working you were yeah. you were saving money yeah i was you were yeah i was i was doing what's yeah. what, what what kind of that 20 to 35 40 year old that's the, your prime earning years i was i was doing yeah. the same um but but to your point like what's what's being missed and i i think that um and the what i hope that we portray and the 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 especially with like our our podcast and the way that we we get to talk about our travels in all these different places and and hopefully inspire people to do similar to get outside of their comfort of where they live is i think the world um it's getting smaller and smaller through technology so the the connections like just you and i talking the dots yes. the dots are connecting really quickly to get to get you open to people that um can change your life in a in a very inspiring and positive way quickly and and what traveling can do is um it gets you through the ones and zeros of technology and gets you in their four walls uh, at their dinner table or it gets you in their streets so you understand what they're living day to day so you can truly be sympathetic and empathetic to what they're going through um that you might not understand it's it's one of those things where um i like i said i sold technology i sold services and a lot of our um our our servicing staff was based in india and i would sell big deals um which would include both a us based team and a in an indian based team and if if i didn't truly understand the culture of my my indian counterparts and my peers in india and to to let to like to be able to tell my clients about like the the festival culture like the fact that you guys love to party and celebrate and uh, yes. all your different festivals if i didn't truly understand that and and i had and i couldn't talk my client through and help them understand um why um some of my team members needed days off then i i wouldn't it it's just not authentic it's not real and it it's it it would be a different way for me to be able to express the culture but because i i'm closer to it and i understand it I can when I'm talking to somebody as a as a, a professional I they can see the truth and authenticity in my voice and hear my voice in 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 the way I talk about my team members they know it's the truth they know it's real and when when you when you get a chance to to experience cultures around the world it's going to open your mind up it's going to open up not only your mind and how you think about um other people but how you think about yourself and where you fr- where you're from you'll appreciate your home more but you'll also appreciate the earth more as well true true and uh so you travel with your wife nikki jagat right yes uh if i'm not wrong no, the, is there someone else that you're you're also traveling with no this is just the two of us and um from from yeah. time to time we've been blessed that friends have met us along the way okay so so one question what i mean how important is having a very good companion when you're you when you're reaching out to travel the world uh so how what importance does that companion plays when 
you like traveling. It's it's everything. It's everything. So um, we were lucky that we had traveled together before we went on this big adventure many times. Um, so we knew okay. we knew we were good travel partners. Not only we're blessed with an amazing wedding or, or marriage, we've been married for 13 years now. So we know we're great partners in life. But traveling is difficult for a lot of people. We've met many traveler couples that we'll meet them on either day three or day 10 of their travels, and they are miserable because they, they're, sp- they're spending so much time with their significant other, and it, it yeah. can be extremely difficult. And we realize that. We, we know that traveling is not easy. Even if you're just traveling with your friend, um, whoever you're traveling with, you're going to intensify your, your life experiences to the max, um, really quickly. Every, everything's elevated. Every emotion, every emotion is elevated. Eleva- everything's right? elevated. Whether you're you're in transportation, you're you're going on tight rides and and um, close quarters on buses or on flights. Yep. You're out of your comfort zone. Things don't go right. You're eating food that you might not be used to. Everything is elevated. And if if you're not in the right mindset to handle that with somebody that that you can that balances you well, um, the negativity can escalate quickly. And we've been around, we've been around other people that are extremely negative and you got to remove yourself from that or you got to change it to a very positive rather fast or the whole room can just get in the whole situation, get negative very fast. Um, and that's, that's part of the, the best about traveling with Nikki is we, we balance each other really well. Being with somebody 24 seven for two years is not easy, but I think that we've done it the best that Two people can do it, um, especially as we're now balancing um, these projects, like doing a podcast weekly, our blog, um, the World Barbershop Adventures, yeah. doing all the things that we're doing together as kind of business partners. And then also um, just traveling and enjoying and, and having lunches and dinners together and seeing the world. Um, it's not easy to spend that much time with somebody, but you just got to understand how to communicate. You can't go to bed mad and you got to... Um, uh, you, you just mm-hmm. gotta, um, I guess, look at the positives and the blessings that that we're we're involved in as the fact that we get to travel the world. You know what I mean? We're 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 living out a dream. Exactly. That's amazing. Now uh, it's already like twenty five minutes, and we have a we have a very sh- time crunch, right? Okay. And. So I just want you to I want uh, I want to end this podcast on a very uh, very local note. So you have you have never been to Kolkata, right? February will be your first time. That's right. Now now we have a in Kolkata we have a thing we have a local language. It's called Bengali. We speak Bengali in Kolkata and the whole state. So so there's something there's a there's a very small word that I really want you to say. It means it means uh, fantastic. It means great. And I just want you to say it because because we Bengalis love when other cultures say these small things like small words about from our culture. So can you say it? I will. I will do my best. Okay. So the word. So so I'm going to give you two words. Okay. The first is fata fati. Fata fati. Huh. So say it with like a like a like a like an energy like fata fati. Fata fati. Yeah, and and the the second thing is like uh, we friends, we young friends, tell each other on a daily basis is like chop nibina boss. 
so it's like uh, don't worry everything is all right so can you say it chap nibina boss ni i know it's a little tough but chap say it with me chap chap nibina boss yeah great <laughs> so yeah man it was really really a nice nice uh, i mean it was a really nice experience i hope i really wanted to take this podcast i mean very long i could have i i really i mean the kind of person you are the kind of experience you have already gained uh it's really tough to cra- cram that up into like a 30 minute pod session absolutely so but uh i hope i'm really looking forward to you uh i mean looking forward to meeting you in uh february i hope we have a very good chat then and we can yeah we can absolutely we can do this again and if any yeah we will yeah, and if we will definitely do it and again and if any of your listeners wanted to reach out passportjoy.com again passportjoy.com is the easiest place to find me that's where all the links are for world barbershop adventures all of our podcast stuff is there um and i'm always open uh, on on social media so if anybody wants to reach me there and i'm so excited when, when we're coming out to calcutta in february um fada fafi <laughs> that was great so guys please please go forward to uh, passportjoy.com.com right yes yeah so go forward to passportjoy.com you can find all the links to uh, in- matt's instagram nick's instagram and you need to follow the uh, the i mean the uh, profiles because each and every post is a gem and you can truly find value out of it now one more thing i this this podcast is really special for me as well because this is a, you're the first guest on it wonderful and and the second thing is that today is my birthday wonderful so it, it's uh it's twice as special so yeah uh guys until the next episode uh this is shine shop we signing off from the shine shop show with matt javit and matt javit will be there in calcutta in the month of february so if you are someone who wants to reach out to him please message me or message him we will definitely love to show him around absolutely okay man thank you so much have a have a great great journey thank you so much talk soon yeah. bye bye